0: I am here again with my friends and co-hosts Shelly and Karen for this episode and I just want to say thank you to all the new listeners that we have. It is really fun, really exciting stuff and I know people are anxious to get new episodes out which I love but if you're waiting and you want to hear something, I have some of my favorites, please like go back and listen to some of the other stuff. There's some murder cases that we've already talked about that are really interesting I think. Or, one of my favorite cases is how it all started, that is episode three, or I actually have one of my very favorite cases, you want to hear a cool case about justice, listen to Wes the Warrior, they're some of my very favorites, and thank you so much for listening, I'm getting lots of great feedback, I love hearing from everyone, thank you so much, it makes all the time and effort worth it, but we're going to just dig right in here. When we left off, we had just been fired by the chairman and told that, thank you, but we don't need your help anymore. And I was really bummed about that. But I said, you can't keep a good dog down, so you've got to hear, what did we do? How did we get back in the game? We'll just jump right back into it in the meantime karen's frustrated and says like how can they not care about like there's a hard drive and they're like their recordings all over the place why are you guys you're the only ones that were going after it and you guys are fired like how does this work yeah so i remember talking to her she said what if i just do you mind if i send a letter to the chairman and ask him because if you guys don't want it then the media wants it and so if i just I guess I'll just give it to the media. Right. Yeah. Like so let's just said, let everybody yeah. have it. Yeah. Blast it out there. So I said, Yeah, I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell the chairman, but what he's like, Yeah, absolutely. Send it. So go ahead. So she sends an email to the chairman and apparently got his attention because then he called me again. <laughs> and remember now Karen yeah. has even told us here, like that she doesn't didn't want to work with anyone else. Right. So they, I think they realized at this point they had to hire Rich and I back because <laughs> she only
1: trusted us.
0: <laughs> so they had to hire us back, huh. which was really a
1: happy day for me. Uh-huh. Well, and we had gone through so much information. I trusted you. So I was yes. like, like Why I would, would put my laptop in front of them and say, what do you want? Find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's in this. Folder. Oh,
0: I, like we had spent days going through evidence yeah. days and days. Like I, was so grateful to Karen for her help. Like It was a serious commitment. She'd come up to Salt Lake, or we'd go down to St. George. We were meeting all the time. Right. So the chairman decides, yeah, I guess we need Pamela and Fritz. So I get another phone call from the chairman saying, hey, uh, Karen had some evidence that she was going to give to the media. We don't want her going that route. We want her just to share it with us, so we need to hire you guys back, which... And I was like, yahoo, I'm back in business, baby. So he hires us back. But when he does that, we go into his office and we're explaining. He's like, now what is it that Karen says they have? I said, look, we believe there's a hard drive that has recordings with Harry Reid on it, John Swallow, Richard Rawl, all these people laying out how this works that you pay Harry Reid some money and then... Your charges go away. And Richard apparently explained how this happened with the payday lending. And Jeremy has that all recorded. And all of that apparently was seized by the FTC when the government seized all of his everything they came in all the of office. Yeah. yeah, they came in the office and yeah. took everything. We had heard that the lead prosecutor was one of the people that had been to that warehouse in Vegas. And here's the other piece of information that. The warehouse that all of that evidence was held in was owned by
1: Senator Harry Reid. Shocker.
0: Okay, now wait. Now wait. They confiscated
2: all this stuff from Jeremy.
1: They came in with trucks and took everything and shut us down. And they took
2: it to Las Vegas yes. and put it in a
1: warehouse.
2: Come to find out Harry
0: Reid owns the warehouse? Yeah, but he rented it to someone else. He Like, obviously to the FTC. Again. To the government. Again. Bullshit 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 okay
2: now you're trying to go down there and get this c- conversation and this information and it's in Harry Reid's storage
0: yes well wow. the FTC had possession of it yeah I'm it, sure they did or they but, thought they did yeah <laughs> right so and I had heard that the lead prosecutor from Utah the U.S. attorney had been down to that warehouse And I had, I explained that to the chairman. Hey, the prosecutor's been down there. Like, we need to go down there and see what everyone is talking about, what everyone's looking at. And he said, I am inclined to do that. And he looked at the gentleman in the room with him and he said, what do you think? And he said, yeah, you could do that. You have the authority to do it. We'll talk about it. So that's why I had to wait overnight. But, you know, it's almost like asking your dad for permission. You can tell when you're going to get a yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Like, this is a no brainer. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, and, I'm getting a yes. Yeah. And from my end, it's like I was giving you information. And every time I gave you, I, I would say, well, I have a phone that has recordings. You want that? Yes. And we would follow through with everything that I had said. Yes. Okay, Now you're fishing for this. Oh, and this leads to this and this leads to this. We were exactly. giving you stuff. Yeah, but then it was like fired hired. Like, well, if you're doing an investigation, don't you want it? I was so confused. I bet you were. Like, why? Yeah, so was I. Why so do you guys do You guys want all this information and I'm cooperating and Pamela is spending hours and hours going figuring here. it out and we're uh-huh. figure yeah, yeah, like going down these trails and then they would hurry and put up a stop sign. Yeah. And well, they, then- So they've gagged Jeremy and now they're putting up stop signs against what I'm giving Pamela and what she's able to get. Yeah. It
0: was wild. so yeah. crazy. And so I said, we want permission from you as the chairman to go to Vegas to get that hard drive. And the chairman says, okay, I'm inclined to do it. And he had someone else in the room with him helping him think, and I'm not going to say who it was. I can't, but we left the office. I was feeling so good. I was like, yahoo. Uh-huh. We're on our way to Vegas and we're going to crack the biggest case. We're going to take down the second most powerful man in the country. Like we're going to expose Harry Reid for all these shenanigans that he's doing and these, this money he's taking. And the next day I was sitting at lunch with Rich talking about this, like, Hey, when can we go? What can, like, we need to get on this. Right. And I get a phone call from the chairman, I'm expecting the call to be, go ahead and get your plane ticket right. to Vegas. Right. Do whatever you need to. Let's get this information. That was the call. Cause he said, I'm inclined. Literally the last thing I heard from him was he said, I'm inclined to have you do this. Yeah. And instead the next day I get a phone call and he says, Pamela, we just received an email from the lead prosecutor in the case of Jeremy's criminal case, the federal criminal case. We just received an email from him regarding the evidence that Karen has. Okay. And so you're done. And I said, wait a minute, what? And he didn't tell me, he said, I just got off the phone and the U.S. attorney. Now, my assumption is that the phone call was either with the U.S. attorney or with Steven, our head attorney that I was working with, and he said, I just got off the phone and you're not going to Vegas. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. And he said, we don't need your services anymore. We're done. Because the U.S. attorney emailed us and he was concerned about the evidence that you were going after. And And he should have been concerned. Exactly. And I said, wait a minute. What? wait a minute wait a minute so i'm telling you i'm suspicious of the u.s attorney because think about this if john swallow asked for 120 thousand dollars to make the charges go away there are only two possibilities and they are this number one that he could make it happen he could actually do it and that meant he had to be in cooperation with the head u.s attorney that had filed the charges okay he had to have that guy agree because John Swallow wasn't filing the charges. It was the federal U.S. prosecutor's office, the U.S. attorney that had filed those. So one possibility is, is the ha- that he has his cooperation. Or the second possibility is that John didn't have his cooperation and he was just trying to steal $120,000 from Jeremy. Okay, That is a possibility. I'm not ruling that yeah. out. Yeah. But I explained that to the chairman. I said it's one of two things. Either there's no third US choice. attorneys involved. Yeah. yeah, he's either involved or he's not. And he was gonna he was gonna get some of that money and then he was gonna dismiss the case. Or he, he's not involved. And if we go get that hard drive, we'll probably learn what it is, which it is. So can we get permission to go grab that hard drive and go through the evidence? And he said, he said no. Yeah, I'm inclined to do that. Then the next day he calls and says I just heard from the U.S. attorney and you're done. That, those were literally his words. I just heard from the U.S. attorney and you're done. And I was like, wait, what, yeah. what, how, how, how can I be done? And he said, you're done. We don't need you guys. We don't need your services anymore. And I said, wait a minute. You get an email from the guy that we're actually suspicious of. And we are going to investigate. And, you and see, say, he tells no? you to pe- to have us back off and you let him fire us? Yeah. What? what? This sounds like the, the worst thing ever. Like, right. you know better. I said, this is not right. Who's telling you to do this? Who's firing me? The U.S. attorney or Stephen Reich? Like, which one? Because either way, I want a chance to talk to them. Like, this is not right. right. And he said, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, you're done. He's like, I, you're done. And I had wow. teased him when he hired us back when I, cause I teased him and I was like, Hey, you're like the nicest guy ever. You're so nice that it took me a day to figure out you fired me last time. <laughs> and, <he> would, <laughs> and We would joke about it this time. That didn't happen. I knew I was fired and I knew that I was fired because I was getting, I was trying to dig into the U S attorney yeah. that was involved and, and Harry Reid. And so I was like, wait a minute, what the heck? We're, we're getting close to the heart of all of this, and then you fire yeah. me? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. He's like, look, I'm sorry, but you're done. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so I have to call Karen and say, hey, I'm really sorry. I got fired again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually couldn't remember. All I remembered was the emotions of the getting fired and how that felt.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of a shock to your system. Yeah. 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 Okay. But
0: what I didn't remember is that the House legislators uh-huh. denied that we had been fired.
2: Wait, aren't they the ones that fired you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, in preparing for this episode, I actually found an article that Tom Harvey wrote with the Salt Lake Tribune. And the title of the article is Investigator Squabbling May Have Hindered Swallow Probe. Oh. I can't even believe that I had forgotten this article. Okay. And I'll post it on our social media stuff so people can actually read the whole article themselves. Okay. But one of the things it says is part of the reason may have been an apparent rivalry and mutual disrespect that festered between the Utah investigators and their New York-based counterparts. Um, having heard...
2: <laughs> I'm Shock. I'm so shocked. Yeah. yeah. They just wanted you like, hey, little girl, just go sit down and mind your manners.
0: Yeah, Let us Um, big New Yorkers do what we do. Right, exactly. And so, as part of the Salt Lake Tribune report here, it says the result of that was the final report of the committee's $4 million probe did not include information about further attempts to cover up Swallow's past dealings with Jeremy Johnson, Swallow's alleged bid to solicit more money, that $120,000, Oh, yeah. They didn't remember, like, they weren't including that in the hearing. Remember yeah, that? And uh-huh. I was mad uh-huh. about it, so yeah. I got fired over that. Yeah. Although yeah. <laughs> 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 although they said I wasn't fired.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it names all these things that, that it missed out on. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It says, about the time that Swallow announced his resignation, after serving less than a year as Attorney General, the Utah investigators, Pamela... And Richard had developed a relationship with Saint George resident Karen Red, who we've been talking with here. Right. Uh-huh. Who had been Jeremy's executive assistant. The investigators approached her about any evidence she had and she was eager to cooperate. But she feared being dragged into Jeremy's legal quagmire, which I totally understand and oh, she did.
2: Yes, and she yeah. And yeah. And Karen has talked about that, yeah.
0: Yes. So when we got fired, here's what happened. So we get fired. They do that hearing and remember they we weren't invited. Right. And then the second day they invited us like, okay, you can oh. go ahead and stand yeah. up. <laughs> so that was in December.
1: Do you remember my email though? <laughs> Karen's like, come on, Pamela. I, remember because I was working with you guys with the investigation.
0: I did remember an email and actually Tom Harvey refers to it in this article. I got an email from Karen at the end of December. here are the actual quote, and it was actually in the Tribune. This email was printed in the Tribune. OK. It says, And this is from Karen to me. OK. I feel like if the media gets all the records and evidence, it will make the legislative investigation look really bad, especially if they know the legislature had the evidence at their fingertips but brushed it away. Wow. Wow. And then I did this, and it's in the article. Lindquist forwarded the email to the chairman, according to Karen, because uh-huh. Karen was their source for this story. And that got us, Rich and I, reinstated onto the investigation <laughs> because. <laughs> well, thank you, the Karen. Chairman, uh, the chairman was quoted saying the app might be valuable and tie some pieces together. So he authorized me and Rich to pursue it. And then as we were starting to pursue that, I have to give you a little bit of background here. At the time when Jeremy Johnson was first charged, the lead prosecutor on the case, his name was Brent. Okay. I learned this later. Okay. But when Jeremy was first arrested, he was actually arrested on a $1 charge wow. that a federal agent charged and he asked for his money back and he didn't get his dollar back on his credit card. He got, like, the rest of the money, but $1 was held back. It was something like that simple. I don't remember the exact details right now. Weird. Okay. And based on that, the prosecutor went to the judge and actually got Jeremy arrested. And as part of that arrest, now remember, they had seized all of his money and assets. Yeah. When they arrested him, (laughs) the prosecutor knew, hey, you know what? He's not going to be able to post bail. And so, let's set the bell really high. So, they set the bell. Oh, that's not right. I agree. But they set the bell at $3 million. Yeah,
2: that's not right.
0: Knowing, hey, he doesn't have any property that he can post anymore. No, because we've taken it all. Yeah, and his parents don't have any property. Because we've taken all that. that. Yes. And so, he's going to be in jail for a long time. Well, here's the amazing thing because Jeremy had helped so many people in his life along the way when he had money, uh-huh. that when he got in that spot, it was only something like a week. And people that, not family members, because they didn't have any money, right. they, the government. Sees yeah. the friends of Jeremy's posted money. They've reached their $3 million bond within days. Oh, you're kidding. No. Now that says ju- a
2: lot about Jeremy's character right there. If you've got people coming out really of the woodwork, and you're not a actually, drug dealer, and it's not your buses. Right.
0: Seriously. Right. Yeah. Like, they're, that means that people were actually posting their homes. Yes. Like, hey, we trust this guy to not run off. That is crazy. But I'm willing to risk my home for this. Like, yeah. this is what we're willing. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 And when the prosecutor saw that list of who the people were, uh-huh. what I heard was that he was really pissed off.
2: Well, shocked. Because
0: they thought they had him kept... Like, there's Locked no way down. this guy yeah, can come up with $3 million. Yeah. And as you looked at the list, he said, these are not even family members. Why are these people giving money? <laughs> <laughs> like, he was really, really mad. Welcome to Utah. Right. Okay, so now, fast forward, not long, just fast forward like a couple of years from then, and you have John Swallow, the Attorney General, having resigned. Well, now Utah needs a temporary Attorney General, sure. right? Sure, uh-huh so who puts their name in the hat but the lead prosecutor in jeremy's case
2: wait a minute yeah wait a minute wait a minute did he end up in it
0: no he was not selected and i was trying to explain to the chairman that like at the a time, huge
2: like, conflict of interest here
0: hello it seems like there's a bit of a conflict there's i don't pretty know just saying yeah crazy twists and turns and I was trying to explain to the chairman like this is awfully suspicious. Let me read further into this article because he explains it actually better than I can. Okay. Karen had said she was willing to get us more recordings. Remember, so I'd sent yes. the email, mm-hmm. forwarded email. We get hired back on. Uh-huh. Some of those meetings included copies of meetings that Jeremy had with the head prosecutor okay. with Brent Ord. Mm-hmm. During plea negotiations and, and those plea negotiations ultimately fell apart and collapsed, didn't work. So right after Rich and I had been reinstated and we were working again, Karen emailed Brent Ward, the lead prosecutor, who had at this time had stepped down as lead prosecutor. I'm not sure she was aware of that or not. (laughs) Um, because he, he had to step down as the prosecutor to throw his hat in the ring to be the attorney general
1: oh, for Utah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So he had to do that. Right. Okay. Something came up, and I emailed, I didn't know you're not supposed to do that, and said, hey, oh. what do you want me to do? <laughs> do you want me to stop? I did not know you're not supposed to email. I just thought, okay, do you want me to continue working, or do you want me to stop? Like,
0: Uh. (laughs) so she sends him an email but he was still employed with the U.S. attorney's office he just had to step down as Jeremy's prosecutor because of that conflict there right Uh which you already pointed out so she writes him an email and she says see she was inclined to give house investigators all the audio in her possession but warned that quote several of the recordings are of you and others in your office and I wanted to double check before I do Please let me know ASAP, close quote. The next morning, Brent Ward emails her. Remember, she says she gets an email from... The email was actually from the lead prosecutor, Brent Ward. His email says, thank you. Someone from our office will contact you in the next day or two. And he copied that email to other prosecutors along with his boss named Phil at the U.S. Attorney's Office. Ten minutes later... Karen received a message from Brent Ward's boss, uh-huh. and it says this Please do not respond to this person, either by phone or email, until we discuss. That's when Karen got so scared. Karen. She was, was like, like, Wait, wait, what did I just do? <laughs> I just find out you yeah. we were supposed to email. Did
1: the FBI show up or what? Mm, pretty close, yes. And <laughs> yeah. like, well, so, do you remember that? Yeah. And then I was told to stop. No, I got it. It was from the U.S. attorney's office. I got an email yeah. saying to, to stop cooperating with this investigation. You're right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'll just ask the and boss like, himself. I could,
0: yeah, I could see how you would think that.
1: Yeah, so I just. <laughs> I would have I w- I done the same thing, but how, yeah. These guys don't want me to cooperate anymore. So do you want me to or do not want me to? And your yeah. answer was, and,
0: don't email No, And my answer some... was that I got fired, right? Yeah. And Karen said, that's when I shut off my phone and I went up to bed. She was terrified. Sick. Who wouldn't be? Who would not exactly. be? Exactly. Yeah. Who would not be at that uh-huh. point? Um, did
1: you hear back? No, remember, they were putting FBI on a plane, and I'm like, uh-uh. Oh, yeah. And I went bye-bye until yeah. you and Rich could be in St. George.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my
1: so gosh. That-
0: so here's what, what happened and, and the reporter on this story actually called Phil to get a statement and when he did, it, here's how, what's reported in the article, that, that Phil said that he hit, did a reply all that he never intended for that threatening message to go to Karen. That he was talking to, to Brent, telling Brent not to contact this person. Gotcha. That's possible. We I, do that? I don't know what's yeah, true. Yeah.
2: yeah, but still, it, that's a pretty strong email. You would think you would double check that before it goes out.
0: But here's the the reason that I'm a little suspicious of that because he told her that someone from his off- office would be contacting her. Uh-huh. Brent Ward said that in his email. Uh-huh. Remember, like in the next day or two. Well, Karen says no one ever contacted her from the U.S. Attorney's <laughs> office. She never got a different one from them, but she did then get contacted by the FBI. <laughs> but then as a courtesy, the boss at the US Attorney's Office forwarded Karen's email to the FBI Supervisory Special Agent and she forwarded it to Jeremy Johnson's attorney at the time and she forwarded it to Stephen Reich mm-hmm. who was the attorney that I, from New York that I was working with that had tried to fire me right. up to this right. point. And here's what the article says. Rice subsequently had a phone conversation with the chairman and then the chairman then fired Lindquist (laughs) and Casper, according to Karen. Okay. Okay. And then when the reporter called Stephen Rice to ask for comments for the story, he referred them back to the legislators. And so when the reporter called the chairman, the chairman was quoted as saying, I would say that they had different styles, meaning, my investigating style compared to the New Yorkers. I would most certainly agree with that. Uh,
2: I think that that goes without saying. I think, what did you say? Be
0: kind? Yeah, be nice, be nice, Uh be nice. And then if that doesn't work, then we let him know we have Uh a subpoena. Yeah. Yeah. So the reporter then says, but on his LinkedIn page that Casper said his and Pamela's contract with the House was, quote, terminated by the committee chairman on January 15th and that we did not participate in the preparation of the final report. So then the reporter calls the legislators to ask, and he says, hey, I want to ask you about the Lindquist and Associates getting fired. Rich and I getting fired. Uh And the chairman and legislative legal counsel insisted there was no firing and that the two Utah-based investigators simply were told that no money would be spent on investigations. And the Lindquist contract cost them about $42,000.
2: <laughs> Wait, is, that, is any of that even true? So
0: I guess they could say they didn't fire us. But you, but, but you were fired. But we were told, even in their words, to say that there was no more money for investigating. Aren't we saying the same thing? Well, <laughs> That we were fired? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels, it feels very similar to me. And then the article acknowledges that the investigation cost about $4 million and that it discovered that Swallow had lost or deleted untold volumes of electronic records from hard drives, computers and handheld devices, that investigators determined Swallow had fostered a pay to play culture in the attorney general's office. The final report also alleged that he fabricated documents and destroyed evidence as part of a scheme to cover up inappropriate and politically damaged ties to questionable donors. But the Lindquist report was not included in the House report. Why not? I'm not exactly sure why not. But I do know that I was told that my report would not see the light of day. So I've been very careful to tell you things that are public. Uh I can fill in some blanks when we get further into Jeremy's trial, a lot of the more things will become clear. So that was how we got fired. So that email goes from Brent Ward, the lead prosecutor, which had resigned as lead prosecutor who wanted the AG's office job, the title. He sends an email to Stephen Reich. So when the chairman called to fire me, what he said was, he said, like, you're done. And I said, what do you mean I'm done? And he said, well, I don't know. I just, I know that Brent called Stephen Reich so the prosecutor called Stephen Reich, the attorney I'm working with, and then Stephen Reich called the chairman and told him to fire me. Right. And I said, wait a minute, How, what? Yeah. Like, Brent may be potentially a target of this investigation. Part of our presentation that we gave in January when we went into the chairman's office, part of my big report that they say will never see the light of yeah. day, Part of that report was saying, we are concerned whether the lead prosecutor was involved with Swallow. Because remember, Swallow said, if you give me 120000 I can make your charges right. go away. So part of what we wanted to investigate was, it could be one of two things. Either he's lying, mm-hmm. and he was just trying to get more money right. out of Jeremy. Or two, he knew that the prosecutor would agree to this, and they were in cahoots together. And what we had known was... We had heard the prosecutor had been to that warehouse in, in Las Vegas where all of oh, the hard right. drives and everything were uh-huh. stored. That's and so we told the chairman, hey, he has seen this. What we need to know is those hard drives have recordings of, of them. the prosecutor. Right. of that, yeah. He, so yeah. So I, when the chairman was firing me, I said, wait a minute. How can the guy that w- could, is probably the target of our investigation, or at least in the yeah. bullseye somewhere... Uh-huh. How can that guy be the guy to fire right. me? I said, "Whoever fired me, I want to talk yeah. to them." Is it Steven Rush? I want to know. How could yeah. you? On what authority are you right, firing right. me? And I was like, "This is total crap." Like, well, I, I have who's telling you to do I have this? My own opinion yeah.
2: of why you were fired. I think that out of a four million dollar bid, bid, however much that you know, four million dollars was spent on, I think you over overstepped your thirty. Thirty-five thousand dollars, and they had to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> you their budget. I was like, "Damn, oh, that Utah right. girl, she's out of no. control." Thirty-five thousand dollars out of four million.
0: Hello. No, 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 no. Time out because the bid was actually for three million from them, and the attorney general resigned after they'd only spent a million and a half, and somehow they got an additional two and a half million out of the
2: legislature. Your budget was too much. So,
0: apparently was too high doesn't this seem suspicious and peculiar to everyone listening that here we have the legislators spending over four million dollars of taxpayer money to investigate all of this and then we have a witness that's saying hey I have recordings I have stuff that I've never given to anyone that no one has and I'm going to give it to your investigator And instead of taking that and being happy about it, they fire the investigator. What? Isn't that the opposite of what they were supposed to be doing? So after they fired us the second time, which really makes me laugh. I can see why someone would fire me because I am a little feisty at times. (laughs) But Rich is easy to get along with. So that made no sense to me at all. After they fire us, then the chairman calls me and says, Pamela. Uh, the FBI would like to get all of your evidence. They'd like to have it all directly from you. Uh-huh. And do you mind cooperating? He didn't say, we'll pay for you to do it. <laughs> we made like, in total, I think I made 43,000 or 40 something thousand. And the New Yorkers made over 4 million. And... Would not pay Gosh. me to sit down with the FBI <laughs> to talk to them. But did I do it?
1: Yep. Do-do-do-do-do. Yep. I did. <laughs> but was <laughs> the first time you did it then? Or when you had well, to fly so, down? Because I was like, because you and Rich, when I called. You know what? I
0: and yeah, said, I,
1: I literally went up to my room and put the covers over my head because then it was like basically telling me to stop talking to Pamela. And that's why I was like, who do you want me to talk to? Do you guys want this information or not? And then I was like, I'm done. Like, I got another email back that was pretty, like, threatening, pretty threatening. I think it was from the lead
0: prosecutor, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And so, and it scared the bejeebies out of me. And I have kids that I need to take care of and a family. And I just went up and went to bed and said, I'm done. I'm not talking to anybody ever again in my life. And oh my (laughs) gosh, but and yeah. then and it's Pamela had called and she was like, Where's Karen? Where's Karen? You know, yeah, anyway, yeah. that was all at that time, too. And then, yeah, FBI did fly down. Do you remember this? Yeah,
0: when the chairman asked me to cooperate with the FBI, he asked if I would cooperate because apparently they got word that Karen would not talk to them without me present. So, okay, I went
1: down because I got a mean note. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't blame you. And you'd seen what they'd done to Jeremy. And my father-in-law. So all of his, like, yeah. Yes. So it was like, this was some real serious stuff and very scary. I went down and I, I talked to the FBI agents beforehand. And I met with them. Just I got there early so I could just let them know ahead of time. Hey, let me tell you something. You guys step out of line at all with Karen. You make her feel unsafe at all. We are out of here.
1: But they were trying to come without you guys first Uh the FBI yes of course yes they were on a plane I left my house until Pamela and Rich got to St. George because at that point after getting the letter from the lead prosecutors they stopped cooperating with the investigation and then emailing the federal judge saying um I just got this who what do you want me to do I just shut down and then they were on like the next plane out and I'm like Um, guys, they're on the next plane out. I'm not talking to anybody. And so you guys hopped in the car and I left until you guys got here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That has got to have been the scariest day. Like, am I going to end up
1: where, you know? Well, and even where we went and met with them when they got here, it was like, we went through the lobby of an old hotel in St. George, went through the whole building out the back doors to another building in the back back had big, heavy yeah. velvet curtains, yeah. ashtrays. And I asked them there, I said, so, and Pamela was sitting by my side. And Did you say, agents.
2: am I supposed to pick up smoking
1: back here? <laughs> it, it was straight out of a yeah. movie. Yeah, serious, like, where's
0: my... It yeah. really was. It yeah. really and I asked them,
1: they yeah. they said, I said, are you guys recording this? And if you are, like, we want. I wanted to. And then they pointed. And uh-huh. <laughs> I remember you laughed. And you're like, you can tell her you are, and they're like, it's right there on the microwave. Yes. They're recording devices.
0: Oh yes, mm-hmm. they did because I thought there's no way there. And I was like, I'm not. not like, tell this. me, are you guys yeah. recording? No, they, they said pointed, yeah, we are. They pointed to. The and then did you set yours out?
1: Like, okay, then the here's mine. I think Pamela had one. Yeah, I did. And it was just like, okay, yeah. let her have one if you have one, and I'll talk.
0: Oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, it's just like spinning out of control. And every time I was following the truth, I was getting bonked on the head. And we will learn more from witnesses why this all happened the way that it did. Because it didn't make sense to us. I was like, what the heck's going on? So we cooperated, Karen cooperated with the FBI. Then Rich and I sat down with the FBI and we cooperated, all of us for free, while the New Yorkers get millions for their (laughs) time. But that's okay. I was doing it for justice because I wanted it to turn out right. Were those um, hard drives ever
2: recovered? I have a question on that. And if so, did the information come light of day? Or were the hard drives wiped? Now, I don't know if that's something that's a discussion for today or if that will unfold.
0: I'm so glad you asked, but I'm not going to oh, okay. tell you. okay. It's coming later. <laughs> right. You have got to listen. Because I end up on Jeremy Johnson's case, so I learned a whole lot okay. more. This this doesn't get, like, less interesting. Hang on to your hats, people. Okay. This gets more and more interesting and more crazy I couldn't even, I seriously couldn't make this crap up. I could not even think of it. You will not believe what we learned, why this happened. And it took, I was still a year away from finding out why it happened the way that it did. Thank you for listening to Pamela Private Eye. (laughs)